Hello and welcome to another installment of the More Than Books podcast, episode 48. I'm your host, Sierra Whitfield, and today I'm joined by Alicia James, our Access and Outreach Services Specialist, and Sylvia Stevens, our Reference and Support Specialist, as we delve into the topic of National Library Week, its origins, this year's theme, and our current displays and events. So sit back, grab a cup of tea or coffee or even water, and enjoy the episode. National Library Week is a time to celebrate the contributions of our nation's libraries and librarians and to promote library use and support. Joining us today, we have Sylvia Stevens to discuss National Library Week, which runs from April 3rd to the 9th, and some of the events that the library will be hosting. So please give a warm welcome to Sylvia. So uh, like Sierra said, I'm Sylvia Stevens, and I'm a reference support specialist here at the library. My job consists of helping students with reference questions and helping faculty make glib guides and do research. I love helping with our social media and creating displays, and I love getting to help with my first event, National Library Week. I used to work at the Omaha Public Library before I came to Bellevue. I was just a library clerk, though. Um, I worked in circulation and customer service, so I'm going to get to do the big girl job and do reference and help with programming. I have a bachelor's degree in journalism, but I'm currently working on my master's degree in library science and information technology. My degree program doesn't have a focus. It's a generalized program, but I've been taking classes specifically on public librarianship and children's and teen services. Oh, that is really fun. And so in the future, do you hope to work more in the public sphere? Yes, I do love the academic library and getting to help students and faculty with research, but I really loved working with the public when I was at the public library, and I just liked working with kids and teaching people how to use technology. So how are you enjoying your time here so far? love all the new stuff I'm getting to learn and working with all the wonderful staff here at the library. They're just, you know, giving me this chance to try new things and allowing me to make mistakes. And it just feels so great to be able to learn and grow and have new challenges. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, National Library Week? Oh, absolutely. The first sponsored National Library Week was held in 1958 by the nonprofit group, the National Book Committee. The goal of National Library Week is the promotion of reading for leisure and learning. Now, National Library Week is sponsored by the American Library Association and observed in libraries across the country each April with open houses and parties just to show how wonderful libraries are and how much they help the public. So can you tell us what this year's theme is going to be? This year's theme is Connect With Your Library. And it's really focusing on how much the library does to reach out to the public and meet their needs, even if that's, you know, a learning need, a technological need, or just a leisure need. I just need a new book to read or a new movie to watch. Can you let our audience in on the events that we have planned for this upcoming National Library Week? Yes, I am super excited. So like you said, National Library Week will be held from April 3rd through the 9th. We will be holding an open house on April 6th from 2 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Here at the library, we're going to have snacks, music, games, and just loads of fun. 
We will also be having a book sale from the start of April, April 1st, till the 11th. So please come by the library and look at all the books that we have. Furthermore, we will be having a food drive the entire month of April, and we'll donate it to probably a local food pantry. So bring in some canned goods to help out your community. There will be two contests going on during National Library Week, and after National Library Week will be an escape room. And can you tell our audience a little bit about the escape room, or is that spoiling the surprise? I won't tell you what the theme of the escape room is, but it will happen between April 11th and April 22nd. You can sign up the day of or throughout the day. You don't have to do it beforehand. You can do it alone or in groups up to six. We will put registration up on the website ahead of time, so be on the lookout for that. How does the theme tie into the events that the BU Library will be hosting? Well, we will incorporate the connecting theme uh, with decorations. We felt like as connectors, it's like helping hands, giving people a hand up or a hand out, something to help them reach their goal. So we're going to have displays focused on connection. Um, Our contests will be about connection, so we'll have a matching game, and it's called Classic Connections, where you will match a book title with its literary theme. The contest will be accepting both in-person and online entries, so those will be posted up on the website. Prize is a $10 Amazon gift card. We will then have a counting contest, which is just in-person, so we're going to have a jar with helping hands inside, and if you can guess the right number, you will get an Edgar Allan Poe book. Ooh, that's a nice prize. And so since you are a new employee, what is it like leading a project so early on? It's very nerve-wracking because I've done a lot of theoretical stuff in class with programs, but doing it in the real world, there's a lot of pitfalls or... A lot of rushing in the beginning to get stuff started, then a lot of waiting, and then a rushing at the end. And you're trying to balance it out and not feel too nervous about whether everything's going to get done on time. But it's a great learning opportunity, and I just could not pass up the chance to get to actually do a program and see how the whole process worked and get to work with everybody here so they could meet me and we could kind of understand each other's learning styles and how we communicate. And I felt like that was the best way to, you know, really connect with the team. What was your favorite project or display to work on? My favorite project so far was creating the contests for National Library Week because we really just kind of started from square one and we're like, okay, let's think of an interesting con- contest that goes with our theme. And, you know, I'd done that in class too, you know, trying to build something from the ground up. It was usually like story times, but to actually create one and go, okay, is this too hard? Is it too easy? Does it make sense? It was just really fun. And I got to, you know, bring out my creative side. And as I usually like to do with these interviews, I like to end our interview with a really fun question. If you were a patron, which event would you be most excited to participate in? See, I'm torn because I'm really excited for our open house because we're going to have music and free food. And I'm always a fan of free food. (laughs) 
And you just get to meet people from around the community, and I just love to get to connect with them. But the escape room is going to be pretty amazing, and I think I would love to do that. Have you done escape rooms in the past? No, but my previous libraries have done them, and they have always been fantastic and very creative, so I cannot wait to see the creativity of an academic library staff creating an escape room for students. And were there any final thoughts that you would like to conclude on? I hope that people come and visit us during National Library Week or during the open house. If you can't, at least send us a positive hello from Facebook or Twitter or send us a cute picture on Instagram. We just want to know that you're out there and how much you love the library because we love you too. Joining us today, we have Alicia James, the Access and Outreach Specialist here at the Bellevue University Library, to discuss story walks and women inventors in celebration of Women Inventors Month. So, without any further preamble, let us begin. Hi, Alicia. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Sarah. So, what initially sparked the idea for story walks? The idea was originally proposed to me by our director, Robin. She had seen a program about another library who had done a story walk very, like, right before she spoke to me, and um, she wanted to see if there was anything that we could do to kind of adapt that to our library, because it's usually set up as an in-person, like, one-afternoon event, and we don't really have that same kind of draw with the patrons as they do with this usually done as, like, a youth services program. So um, it's usually the in-person event where they break it up and they take one book and break it into multiple sessions where you have to go between each like little display table to get the full story. So you have to revisit all of them to end up with the complete book, uh, which is why it's usually a youth services program. For us, we had to adapt it and brainstorm different ways that we could apply that more in this academic situation where we have students who are coming in here to study and we don't want to interrupt it, but we wanted to give them an opportunity to see something like this. So we planned for something that would have more of an overarching topic and have multiple displays set up over a longer period of time. And what goes into creating a single story walk? It actually um, does take a surprising amount of coordination. So... Our engagement committee here at the library actually helps me pick out all the topics, and then we start by selecting a single topic for the story walk, and so far we've done forensics, mythology, and then this women inventors story walk. Then we start by looking for our library items, both physical and digital resources that we have as library-owned items that pertain to the topic, and then we'll supplement those with other items from the internet as needed, websites, um, videos, anything like that. And then we kind of take all of the information we've gathered and break it into four subcategories of the main topic because we like to keep four displays. It keeps it spread out throughout the library so they have an opportunity to see all the different things. And then we set up the stations with the physical items. We put out QR codes to link directly to our digital resources we're promoting. We put in sign-in sheets, and um, we use visual aids such as pictures, infographics, and all of that to really make the stations pop. 
And can you give the listeners a little hint as to the topic of any upcoming story walks? We have one more story walk planned for this year. It's going to be happening in May. Um, as May is Jewish American Heritage Month, we're planning to create a story walk that, with a uh, focus on Jewish heritage. That's very exciting. Now, you're going to be diving a little bit more into uh, the topic of this month's story walks, which is women inventors. What made you and the engagement committee pick this topic? Um, I originally suggested this one when we were doing our initial brainstorming session because we had just received a set of posters um, called the Picturing Women Inventors, and it's part of the Smithsonian Institution's Traveling Exhibition Service. Um, It's also known as SITES. And they will send libraries and other institutions like that free copies of poster exhibitions. We've done several of those previously here. And we had recently received this Women Inventors one. And we thought that this would be a great base for a story walk because we already had really good visual resources. And then we decided to do it in February as it is Women Inventors Month. From your research, are there any female inventors that stuck out to you? Any that surprised you or inspired you? Even though they are all equally inspiring. There are definitely a lot of inspiring women out there inventing things all throughout history. Um, Madison Maxey was a name that I previously hadn't heard of, um, but I found her work on e-textiles, which is flexible circuitry, to be very cool as it has such a wide range for application. It's used for wearable items and it can be used in the medical field for monitoring and it's even put into outdoor wear for like heating and things like that. And I really feel that I learned a lot about um, all sorts of women inventors throughout history and way more than I was anticipating learning when we started putting this together. Yeah, in terms of women inventors, my favorite would probably be Hedy Lamarr. She is a lot of fun. We do have um, a couple of resources for her on the one table. So, I noticed going around that there was a good mix of older and contemporary inventors as well as an emphasis on women of color. Why is it important to highlight diverse female voices and inventors? Um, In terms of the older and contemporary aspect for the inventors, we wanted to show that women have always been out there inventing things, um, especially in times when it may have been harder for them to get the credit and support they deserved for their ideas. And for the diversity, we definitely thought that it was important to showcase a wide range of women across the world, not just here in America, um, because it really helps bring focus to the fact that anyone can do things like this. They just have to see a problem and find a solution. And that is definitely what a lot of the international stories were about, is finding those solutions. And it's just they've been more overlooked in history, so we thought they deserve recognition. Definitely. Give the audience, our listeners, some resources online or within the BU library system on where they might find some more interesting information on women inventors. We definitely have a lot of good resources here in the library. Um, there's an ebook called Great Lives from History, Inventors and Inventions, and that one has sections that talk about many of the women that are highlighted in that poster exhibition, as well as other notable inventors. We also have streaming videos like the user interface and binary concept, which talk about Grace Hopper. And the Smithsonian itself actually has a really great website for their Women Inventors exhibition, and it discusses the original installation and provides information on all the women highlighted in their display. Now, here's just a fun bonus question to close off the interview. 
If you were an inventor, what type of invention would you create? That is definitely a tough question. But honestly, I think it would be really cool to create a device that would let you turn any book into a fully immersive experience, kind of like the theaters or the theme park rides that incorporate the scents and the temperature changes and other things like that that just make it a more well-rounded experience. And I think that would be fun. That would be really fun. And we are one step closer to inventing something like that, especially with immersive uh, ebooks. Mm-hmm. Yes, those are a lot of fun. Well, thank you, Alicia, for joining us. Thanks, Sierra. That's all for this episode, folks. Again, I want to thank Alicia and Sylvia for allowing me to interview them about National Library Week. National Library Week will be taking place from April 3rd to the 9th, so please come over to the library and join us. I'm your host, Sierra Whitfield, and I'm signing off.